already laughing because you were laughing at me and i it's funny (laughs) welcome back crashers to what you've obviously been missing this lively and colorful banter (laughs) it's true i'm charla story and this is jennifer wilson that's me yeah that one and this is the wedding crashers podcast where we watch movies and television episodes only if they have weddings in them. Mm-hmm. And we just talk about the movies and then we add in our two cents about their weddings at the end. Exactly. I mean, did you think you were going to come here and hear us talk about our clients? Er, no. <laughs> so, so much no. But also like we just get to be so supportive slash bitchy at the very end of the episode and it's kind of nice. It's nice to be so free and to do something in weddings, which we love, but that's not work. Um. Totes agreed. <laughs> Totes agreed. Can we tell you about the time that we went on? Well, we thought it was <laughs> we thought it was going to be a vacation, mm. and so we brought a microphone. We were like, we're going to spend an entire day recording recording podcast episodes, and instead, we spent twelve hours on a death drive mm-hmm. from a- from Aspen to Denver <laughs> in a whiteout. A whiteout. We saw a snow <laughs> tornado whilst on a switchback. And a guy a in front of us was in the wrong lane because he couldn't see where he was going. And there's, uh, listen, the moment that I knew I was getting in a vehicle in a whiteout, I already had the panic because I've done this before. If you don't have to get in a whiteout in a vehicle, don't under any circumstance, unless, of course, you're trying to avoid an act of God clause as a wedding professional who has to get somewhere by Saturday. It's pretty much the only reason. Which is why we got, which is why we got in the death van. Oh, but we did not die. Did not die. Mm-hmm. We also did not record any podcasts while in Colorado. <laughs> but apparently, we did put on a little bit of a Charla and Jen show during said drive. <laughs> <laughs> we shared the van, guys. We shared. Listen, we shared the van with nine other adults. Yeah, it's a sprint, a, a Mercedes Sprinter van, with and like snow studded tires and stuff and a professional we're, driver we're with one of our favorite people we talk about her all the time on here bless her maggie and um <laughs> she has decided her way of survival <laughs> is to ignore everything at all cost pull her beanie over her eyes and just chill and just chill and charla and i are like how what how is she so chill right now i don't get it uh-uh. and then i kind of zone out for a minute and then all of a sudden, I hear Charla, <laughs> Charla singing, I feel like making love. And what is one to do? I'm not going to, I'm not going to not sing with you. <laughs> I think anybody listening to this podcast, all of our listeners know that, of course, you're not going to not sing with me. Exactly. We just didn't know that we were going to have to do this improv in public. As a, a method to avert severe anxiety. <laughs> I mean, we had harmonies. We had knee drumming with water bottles. Yep. And at one point, our dear Maggie even turned to Charla and said, "It is. this is not the Gin and Charla show. <laughs> I missed this tidbit. I probably should have sat in the middle. Being, being, I'm like the, the middle ground between both of their personalities. I can go either way at any time. And I put Charla in the middle and I'm sorry, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not sorry, Maggie. I love you absolutely, but I feel like <laughs> if this story is so good, everybody's enjoying it, and it wouldn't have happened if Jennifer and I were not just being Jennifer and I. And listen, I was doing whatever I could to keep my body under control. That was I'm that pretty, was pretty good for me, actually. I'm pretty sure you gave me a blood clot in my hand from that. <laughs> Anyways, so we're glad to be alive. Glad to be here. Literally. Yeah, we were holding hands and squeezing hands. Whatever. We are glad Just to be like here. Just like we did during the Celine Dion concert. It's true. <laughs> Dude, is your hand okay? Honestly, I think I need to go see a doctor, but I don't think it's because of you. I think it's because Maggie and I were jumping on trampolines like dogs on all fours. Well, that would be good. And I'm 30. So. <laughs> yep, that's a you thing. Totally Not thing. really. It's totally fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> I just get excruciating pain when I do my job. It's cool. It's really cool. Yep. Um, but yes, so today, as you already know, we are going back to I don't even I don't even know what year this was. Like what nineteen fifty-two? Um, really? Yeah, I think. Let me double check. Back to I Love Lucy. And I don't know, if you had a childhood that looked anything like mine once my parents went to sleep if i couldn't go to sleep i watched nick at night so like i have seen all the episodes of all the things pretty much ever and the other night i started singing moving on up moving to the on east side. and michael was like what are you singing i was like the jeffersons he was like i don't know what that is and then what? i just went through i was like show after show he had no idea what i was talking about so we just started watching Cheers from the beginning. Um, oh, on, on what? Netflix. I'm like at the beginning of Cheers too because you know how much I love Frasier. So it's nice exactly. to start in with Cheers and go into Frasier. That's um, what we're doing. Excellent decision. Yep. I know. I make all the good life decisions, yeah. right? <laughs> Most of them. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> it, was, uh, it premiered October 15th, 1951. And this episode is like – uh, season one, episode twenty six. So it could have been nineteen fifty two by then. And you know what struck like struck me as I was. I know I have to do a thirty second recap. I'm aware, but I just have to say this. I remember I used to look at this cast and think they all looked so old. And Fred Mertz still looked old to me. But the rest of them, I'm like, are we the same age? Oh yeah. I think I think we're the same age. Same with Cheers. It's just it's getting to that point where. I've already grieved that like the college football players are now younger than me, but now oh, yeah. I'm starting to like grieve the fact that the people that used to look old on TV are younger than me at that time. Yeah. I don't really know how I'm feeling about it. Especially when you like look up like you're like Brad Pitt in his prime. Mm, when was he in this movie or in that movie? And you're like, he was like mm-hmm. 28 mm-hmm. and you're like 30 something. It happens. But also it feels like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure this happens to every generation and everybody feels this way and this is what life is. But it does feel like everyone in my generation feels youthful. And like when we were in our 20s, the 20s was new hotness. And then when we hit our 30s, the 30s are the new 20s. And I feel like with that trend, when I get to my 40s, it's going to be the new 30s. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. How are you? I think, I think sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, if you haven't encountered this yet, it's coming for you. <laughs> you cannot get around it. No. But okay, so I think I'm responsible and betrothed yes. to a 30-second recap. You owe me. Okay, well, I have the timer set up over here, but do you want to time me too? So, oh, you know what? There's a countdown right there. Yep, perfect. Okay. Cool. I'm going to start in 15 seconds. All right. <laughs> because that's, that's really the kind nice. of math we can do. <laughs> 
Only when it's on a zero. <laughs> In five, four, three, two, one. Uh, guys, I love Lucy. I like actually love Lucy. You know why I love Lucy? Because she is going through and she's organizing her desk and she should be throwing things away, but she's not. And then she finds her marriage certificate and she's like, oh my gosh, they spelled Ricky's last name wrong. Are we even married? And then Ricky finds out about it and he's like, I'm going to play a prank on her. And she's not going to think we're married. But then it all kind of like spirals out and she's like, well, you have to propose to me and we're going to have to get remarried the exact same way. And it becomes this whole big thing. And then there's like a really narcissistic innkeeper and they get married and yes, that's all. <laughs> I was like, is she going to do it? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. I did do the – I did it. I did I did it. <laughs> um, Guys, we open and Lucy is – she's cleaning out her desk. Yes. I, you know how many times I've freaking done this? Back in elementary Successfully? school. Uh, never. <laughs> okay. Never. Now, in elementary school, what kind of desks did you have? The ones where it was like a, a never-ending cavern? So, Inside. yeah, it was the ones that – well, it started out with n- the ones that had nothing. Oh, no, that was middle school. And then in elementary, yeah, we had like the huge cubby hole. Okay. Underneath the desk though, right? Yeah. Okay. I have been cleaning out desks ever since someone decided – to give me a desk. <laughs> it's never been good. It's never been good. I would be like, oh, Miss Finley, I found that homework. Like, And now, even now, I'm like, oh, miss me. I found your homework. You know? <laughs> miss me. It's so bad, but I related to her so much because Ethel comes in, who is looking fine like wine, by the I way. Know. And I used to think she looked so old. No. She is- she is hotness. Both of them, frankly, I for know. their age, when it, you look at their wrinkles, and I know it's a combination of film and lighting and cameras, yes. but it's also just a combination of I like I don't know if they had less wrinkles. I don't know if it was because of frownies or whatever ointment we saw Mrs. Maisel putting on her face, but I they didn't seem to need Botox. No, and they still I know. look so fresh and so clean. I have lots of theories on this, but I don't think we should go there. I imagine yeah. that it's like stress or something. <laughs> it's pro- probably because all that Lucy had to re- listen, all that Lucy had to worry about was to clean out her de- clean out her desk while her husband's at work and then has enough time to just, you know, pretend stress that she might actually not be married to him. Okay, oh, so we I all know what Lucy stress. really had to do. <laughs> that was some splaining. <laughs> Lucy, you have some splaining. You to have do. some splaining to do, Lucy. <laughs> so, for those of you that don't know me, oh God, I have a, I have boxers, and my first bo- girl boxer, I have Brutus, who's eleven, and he's our he's boy. So cute, he's so cute. He just got out of a rehab. <laughs> I feel like missing Amy Winehouse. <laughs> He's like that just happened. Oh my god! <laughs> so I've missed you. Um, <laughs> and then also, my next girl I got was her name is Lucy because I also. I uh, love the show. I love Lucy. I love her character and her spirit and I, I love her expressions. And so I got this dog and it didn't take long for me to realize this dog reminded me of Lucy and she constantly had some splaining to do. <laughs> yes, she did always have some Oh my gosh, that one was a hot mess. But now well, I have, now Ethel. have Ethel. Exactly. Because they would have been best friends. So I had to. And then I had oh, all the signs. Totally. We've talked about this, but. Totally. But yeah, so. Uh, Lucy finds her marriage license and it says Lucy McGillicuddy and 
Ricky Bacardi. (laughs) (laughs) And she, in true Lucy mode, is like, we're not even married. This doesn't even – this means that it's not real. (laughs) And you know what I love? I love that Fred and Ethel just – they all of a sudden, they're just there. Yes. You know? They just walk in. They're the friends that like have the key. They let themselves in and they know everything about your business. It, like I'm like, okay, am I jealous? I think I'm I jealous. am. I think I, I'm think I am. Like I, all of a sudden they, they're literally just there. There's no knock. Yes. Like, I, and, I, I, and that's like that New York life. And I think that's the thing about friends that I love so much. Oh, that's true. It's, it's something about having somebody so far up your business that you love them to death and can't stand them all at the same time. I like it. It's true. It's <laughs> true. Oh, man. And I just – I also love that like Fred and Ethel are obviously a little bit older than Lucy and Ricky. I used to think that um, Fred and Ethel were more around the same age as each other, but that's not true because Fred's definitely looks a lot older than Ethel. But I'm like, they even have an age gap and it's like a really beautiful friendship. And I just think that was so lovely. I I definitely have longed after their kind of friendship forever. And mostly because they let Lucy be Lucy. Like Ethel is Ethel and Lucy is Lucy. And so even in this episode, she's like, you're not going to worry about this, are you? And she's like, no. And she's like, yeah, you are. You're going to make it a big ordeal. And and then she's like, have fun with that. Like, you know, she can't wait to report back later. She's always up to support her in any of her shenanigans. And there's magic there because everybody knows exactly who Lucy is and they just let Lucy be Lucy. And exactly. Ricky even eggs her on. Which is why I think that – well, and we we know that, like, their real-life marriage had its significant ups and downs. But, yes. like, on the show especially, I think that we have so much that we can learn from their relationship and even Fred and Ethel's relationship in a lot of ways. And just that, like, full freedom to totally be 100% yourself. And then you also – because because I feel – here. I feel like what happens when you give someone permission to totally be themselves, it gives you permission to kind of like, you know, weasel around with them a little bit. So, and I think that Ricky obviously is the best example of that, like ever. I mean, he knows that his wife is going to always fall for his pranks. Not only does he know that she's going to fall for them, but she's going to forgive them for for it, forgive him for it. And like, it's so endearing to her that he knows her that well, you know? Yeah. And that he has fun with it, even when it's something that he usually ends up paying for. <laughs> oh, always. Always. So yeah, he's like, you know what, Fred? You have a friend at City Hall. Let's call him and get him to tell her when she gets there that their marriage ni- marriage license is no good at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's really messed up, but also brilliant. Yes. Um, but what did so- you think was going to happen there? I don't know. I honestly don't know because how did this happen in the first place? I don't know. But oh my gosh. Okay. Can we talk about Lucy's clothes and how jealous I am? It's – can we talk about – absolutely we can. Her coats are the stuff of dreams. And here's the thing. We're in love with her coats and her clothes and it's in black and white. We don't even know what color they are. And so that means that we are in love with them for texture and shade and like movement and shape. And those are all the best reasons to love something. 
absolutely <laughs> but agree. also color but i like the imagination we have to imagine it always 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 blew my mind to think that lucille ball had red hair red like, hair no, blonde. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even like red it was red yeah <laughs> like red hair which is even funny because in this episode Later on, they end up somewhere and somebody says they saw a fire in a blink of an eye and then they go, oh, it's your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, accurate. Because if you look at pictures of Lucille Ball, like straight fire. Really. <laughs> yes. Crazy. And I also like – I felt the entire time watching this I, – I don't think I'd watched I Love Lucy since I was like really young. Certainly not as an, as an adult. I was just like – uh, the woman of the women of yesteryear would be completely disgusted by my daily top knot and sweatpants. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, it's one of those things that doesn't really make sense. But the like more time goes, the more casual our clothing gets and how free we get. And it, it's so baffling because, you know, for example, Lucille Ball was born in 1911. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In like. Jamestown, New York. So if you can imagine in 1911 in New York, especially in the city, even poor people have a five-piece suit on. Like right. you saved up your money and had handmade clothes and you looked sharp AF everywhere you went. We are a different breed. And I'm not exactly sure if I absolutely love it or if I hate it or if I'm just indifferent based on my mood. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like <laughs> it's like that episode of Thirty Rock where, where um, Liz Lemon is dating. Um, his name's Carol, but he's Matt Damon, yeah. and he's a pilot. And <laughs> these people are getting on his plane in sweatpants. I forget <laughs> what exactly he says. But <laughs> I'm gonna go look it up right now. Hold on. I'm go. It's not gonna be as funny, but it's fine. <laughs> he basically is like talking about how <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna ruin it. Move on. I'm gonna start. Okay. Back. Okay. 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 So. Um, they were married when this show was on, so that's great. But I they, always loved that. Yes, they were really married, and th their story really was really close to who they actually were, which is always super fun because that's why they were so natural. Um, yes. She was always a silly, goofy comedian, and he really was a Cuban band leader. So, you know, an interesting thing I also found is they had two kids. They had a daughter named Lucy and a son named Desi. <laughs> I know, which is so interesting. <laughs> yes, because that is that is their names. Ricky Ricardo's name is actually Desi Arnaz. So you're correct. You're correct. It's my mind is broken. Accurate. <laughs> it's accurate. I know you're focused on something. Okay. So I anyways, am, I am. they're in the show. She goes down to the office. It's void. She comes back and tells him that they haven't really been married for ten years, and she's starting to like feel shame because. She's really just <laughs> Lucy McGillicuddy and she's been staying with a man. And so she she literally <laughs> is like leaving and saying, you can't expect me to stay here, you know? Uh -huh. Yep. Because <laughs> we aren't married. Right. So she goes home with Ethel and then Ethel literally just looked at me. <laughs> she's like, what, mom? What did I do? Who did I go home with? Yeah. Uh, and so Lucy wants to set up their wedding just ex – everything about their wedding just exactly as it was. Which I think – I'm like – I'm trying – I tried to put myself in that position of just even being a fly on the wall. And I can't decide if I thought that – if I think that that was like endearing or annoying. 
Right. I can't decide. I really can't. I think like, that's the line she likes really? to her on. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, really cute and like so sweet. But also he's like, I've got to be back tomorrow for band practice. And she's like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. We'll be back. They were, <laughs> they were not back. Mm-mm. And that is exactly why it – it's interesting to me that he always continues to poke the bear because he knows that she's going to go from zero to 11 and he's still like, watch, this is going to be fun. So he loves it. Yeah, he does love it. I mean, of course he does. And I think, I think too, like, because he lets her be crazy, it gives him the opportunities, like even more opportunities to show up for her and and love her. Yeah. I mean, if he was always trying to like, you know, stifle her flame, then he wouldn't have as many opportunities to like, I don't know, have sparks of his own, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't know if your husband likes to prank you, but me and my husband certainly enjoy a good prank. <laughs> I, I I got that maiden form thing or whatever it's called where you put a, a dress on it or something when you're sewing it. So it's basically like a headless <laughs> mannequin type situation. And he, he had to pick it up for me and I totally forgot that was going down. And he had that in the office when he went out of town and I was coming home after he was gone. So like, you know me, it was like one o'clock in the morning and I remember <laughs> there was chocolate in one of my camera bags in the office. So I go <laughs> running in there with all the excitement in the world and I turn on a light and I feel that I'm being stared at and I'm like ready to decide if I'm fight or flight. And I realize that it is a hoodie on that maiden form with a pillow shoved into the face, like a, a like an airplane pillow because, you know, they come in those bags so it's like round. And then he put the arm in a book and then in the book there was a note that was like, love you. <laughs> I really messed it up. Crystal's actually staying with me. So I videoed her. I asked her to go grab something out of the office and left it all there and she didn't enjoy it either. <laughs> but I did. Honestly, I think Michael would be – I think he doesn't prank me because he knows that the wrath would be – He there's no bouncing back yeah. from what would happen, honestly. <laughs> I like to scare the crap out of him. I just like jump out. And now I've started jumping out at Emmy, which is like a whole other, <laughs> other thing. Oh. Okay. I found, I found the quote and it, I, it's lost its magic, but I have to keep true to my promises. <laughs> so <laughs> – they're on the plane and she's talking to him and he's the pilot and this woman gets on in sweatpants. Oh no, a dude in sweatpants. And he goes, Oh, look at that. Look at sweatpants guy. This is a $90 million aircraft, not a Tallahassee strip club. <laughs> and then tells his uh, flight attendant that he needs to, he says, Stuart 2118, that guy. And he goes, and he goes, he goes, excuse me, Mr. Sweatpants. We're going to need to check that bag. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? It makes sense though because I remember talking to so many adults that are like 65 and up and yep. to fly, you had to dress up. Absolutely. And now you have people wearing pajamas and carrying their, you know, their luggage in Walmart bags. <laughs> <laughs> you've True. seen it. You know you've seen it. I'm like, real okay. Okay. Sh- okay. I don't know. Like, yeah, my mom talks all the time about how you had to dress up and you wanted to look really, really nice. But mm-mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I like to look nice for a flight, but I also need to be comfortable. So, you know, whatever. I guess I'm glad I'm not in a corset. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, yeah, they – she pieces out from their apartment pretty quick because they're not, not married. married, which is cute. Um, And then – 
<laughs> I love they're like heading out and she's got all of this stuff in her hands. And she goes, before we were married, you insisted on carrying everything. everything. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. This week at, uh, this past weekend at church, our pastor was talking about relationships because, you know, Valentine's Day just happened. And, um, he was talking about how at the very beginning of a relationship, we're all just so careful. Like you're on your best behavior. You don't want to do anything out of the norm. Like you're driving more carefully. You're using your words more carefully. And I'm like, you know what? That's really true. I had never really thought about it in the terms of like care being taken. Oh yeah. But I think that that's like really obvious right here. He was taking care to take care of her, right? Yes. And it's amazing how much of that like falls by the wayside once you feel fully accepted and free, you know? Well, yeah, because you're not – the woo stage is when you're trying to impress. And when you're trying to impress all the time, then you're yeah. letting some of your truth not be shown. And so right. that's like – that's like mm, I'm not sure that people should get married the first year that they know each other because it is like the woo stage can be 18 to two years, 18 months to two years, right. and it's beautiful. And then after that, you get to really know somebody, and that's when you'll know. Or maybe you go ahead and do get married so that you ain't got no choice but to figure it out. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, it really does take a while to get to know the through and through of the way somebody thinks. And um, and that's even dependent on how much time you spend together. Yeah, that's totally true. I but just the- thought, it's just so funny. It's just like, you used to help me with these things, yeah. you know? You used to insist on opening doors and carrying things and taking me on dates and, like, rubbing my back. Sure. But I want all of that still, though. Just a heads up. Jesse. Jesse, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know you're listening. <laughs> no, Jesse's great. He do- he yes, he loves you very, 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 very. And he does give like the best back rubs of all time. I don't know anything of this. Well, <laughs> you should find out. He's got giant hands. <laughs> I know you're the one. <laughs> but okay, so get this though. He like proposes. She remembers every single word from his proposal. I don't remember like any words. No, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, also all I remember, right? All I remember is we had puppies in a crate that were barking the entire time. And we used to leave, get, okay, neither one of us is like super huge into country music, but when they were puppies, if we left country music on for them, they seemed to like calm down. Well, my roommate didn't turn off the country music. So Michael is proposing <laughs> and there's country music playing and the dogs are just crying. And that's what I remember. <laughs> Oh man, that's so funny. I know. It, it was, I remember him being like, this is not the way this was supposed to go. It's okay. It's totally fine. <laughs> oh, well, Jesse, you know, I don't remember what he said, but I know that we did pictures for a long time. And then at the end, he was like, there's one more pose I wanted to do. I remember him saying that. And I thought, how cheesy whatever that even means. Like, but then he got down on one knee and then I was like, that's extra cheese and I love it delicious dairy products and so he uh, i don't know what he said but the ring when he pulled the ring out like he gave oh he gave me a tissue and he's like you're gonna need this because i'm a giant crier and so that would threw me way off i was like why do i need a tissue and then i think it i started to realize what was happening when he said nice things i know that and then when he took the ring out it was broken in half <laughs> no 
<laughs> no joke. Not kidding. So in other words, we're saying we have the perfect proposal story. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's proposal story is really great because I, almost none of them go exactly as planned. And I love Absolutely. that the men are so anxious and stressed out. It's like a day in the life of a woman's life. You right? know what I mean? I said that all wrong. <laughs> a day in the life of a woman's life. A day in the life of a woman? That's what I meant. <laughs> uh-huh. Good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> but so he's like proposing and he's not taking it seriously enough. And so she straight up turns him down. Yeah. He wants a sandwich. <laughs> He's like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, listen, Ricky, apparently you need to be less hungry because both of your asses used to sit on this bench and now y'all don't fit. I know. I know. <laughs> She's like, uh, her facial expressions. She doesn't even have to speak for you know what to no, like I know. exactly what she's thinking. She truly was a national treasure. Yes, truly. Absolutely. <sighs> oh my gosh. So they go to this hotel and. She's like, we have to be in two rooms, basically. And the guy's like, the guy, oh, the bellkeeper, right. who is also the sheriff, also the gas station yes. guy. Like, what else? <laughs> she, she says, uh, okay, so he's the sheriff, he's the gas station attendant, he's the hotel attendant, he's the bellboy. And then Lucy makes a joke that the real money in this town is selling hats. <laughs> <laughs> It got me so good. What a stupid joke. I literally laughed out loud. But then another good thing is, so the, tel- uh, I don't know what they call it, but the ledger. Yeah. So in the ledger, yes. they had to write that they were staying and he wrote Mr. and Mrs. Ricky Ricardo and she scratches it out and puts Ms. Lucy McGillicuddy. McGillicuddy. And, then, and he's like giving her props like, you go. Good for yeah, you. You go, you girl. go girl. That means two rooms. <laughs> but she left Ricky's wallet behind, and so like they have not, like all all they have to pay for it is her money, and it's yeah. like four dollars. Yeah, which insane, okay. right? Imag- like imagine that. I can't. I no. literally cannot. That's the one thing that I cannot fathom is when we start talking numbers and money. Like you, no. who was working for a week for a quarter? Excuse me. What I don't understand. I don't understand. I really don't. I mean, inflation's real, and four dollars yeah. was m- worth more back then. But you know, whatever. What oh was four dollars? To I'm going to find out what four dollars is worth now. But you go figure that out. I'm, I'm walking through basically all the rest that happens. Basically, <laughs> he ends up sleeping in the lobby. He says sorry. He proposes. She says yes. He's like, let's just get married right now. <sighs> and then she runs upstairs and she gets dressed, and they end up getting married in the lobby. And it's really cute. It's and true. Then, is that his? Is that the bellhop guy? Is that his mom or yes. his wife? It's his. I think it's his mom, and she is the witness and the mayor. And yes. <laughs> one of my favorite things is um, when they checked into the hotel, she, and they needed the two rooms. She paid for her room, but wouldn't pay for Ricky's room. That's an independent woman right there in 1951. <laughs> I-N-D-E-P-E-D-E-N-T. Don't you know what that means? Anyway, so he had to sleep <laughs> in the lobby because she refused to pay for his room. <laughs> I just want to be like, would you do that if if Jesse's name on your marriage certificate said Jerry, Hen- J- Jerry Henderson <laughs> and you had to go get remarried, would you have left his butt in the lobby? I I am unsure. I don't think based on based on the the quality of his offenses, I don't think merited a stay in the lobby. I'm not sure that it did, but it was 1951. 
That's true. So, and they did have separate beds on the show too. Yeah. Which is weird. I know, right? And sometimes they'd push them together. Brown chicken, brown chicken. I've never heard that little addend- addendum. Wiki <laughs> 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 wiki. This um. is the good good that you all came for. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait. But okay, well, his mom or whatever sings I Love You Truly. I know. I love you truly. Truly, dear. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then she chunks birdseed at them like, oh really my gosh. Hard. That made me laugh so hard because that's how it truly feels. Like when it, yes. somebody's doing an exit where something's being thrown at them, especially bird feed. I have so many photos where they're being completely accosted. Like, yes, it's a full on assault. It's not good. <sighs> okay, no. so four dollars in nineteen fifty one would be forty one dollars today. Oh, that's still really cheap. It for is, a but hotel room. True, but I don't know if hotels and things just cost less than two. Maybe they came with less. Like, there's a good chance they had to share a bathroom with people. It was more like a oh, hostel, I bet. So okay, okay, okay. So they get officially married, you guys. It happens. And <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It is pretty cute. She took her dress. Cute. Ugh. I I loved so much about her look. Like, mm-hmm. do you want to go ahead and do Well, okay. Here's what I think. How much do you think this wedding would have cost today with hotel stay and travel? My estimate was like $2,000. Mm. Because let's pretend. Let's pretend it's like a an okay hotel. Like last minute. So we're actually talking about doing like a girls night. Mm-hmm. And a last minute hotel is like $340 with tax. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So that's – they stayed two nights. That's $700. She yep. had a really freaking cute dress and she veil did. and floral. Yeah, somehow. So that all has to be, you know, at least 1300 Her hair and makeup so. was did. Yeah, I'm saying 2K minimum. I think you're right, honestly. But back then, I mean, apparently it was like $3. Back then it would have been like, yeah, $27.52. Apparently, apparently, but whatever. Okay. What is your loved it? My loved it. Oh, God. I know this. I'm blanking. Hold on. If you're not ready, I'll do mine. Okay. Do we want to clap so that you know to take that out? Or are you going to – you're just going to go for it. I ruined it. I think we're just going to leave it in. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, guys. This is the behind the scenes goodness. You know, you like it. (laughs) So I had like a ton. I mean, A, Lucy is just so beautiful. But as I was watching, if you pay really close attention, she has a like – tulle shawl around her elbows and it is, is that just what it is? so demure and soft and elegant i was like you know what yes to that shawl yes because it's oh, i just i just loved it and i want to do a shoot with a shawl like that asap <gasps> oh there's a photo of it in color oh <gasps> you shut your mouth real quick take a guess what color do you think her flowers is Mm, pink and purple. It's purple. <gasps> I knew it. Okay, hold I on. I could tell. I could tell. I, what else? I absolutely love her dress. 
right? Isn't it beautiful? I just love, love, love it. I love that it's perfect with the times. I love that it's like super classic and chic and just gorgeous. You send me that picture right now. The one of it in color? Yes. I also loved too that they did floral at the very base of her veil. Yes. It was so delicate. I am obsessed. Okay. Like my probably my number one loved it is her pearl choker. Oh, uh, okay. That's not even on my list. I mm-hmm. appreciate this. Yes. I, appreciate I was it. like, okay. Like it's both like Victorian and a little bit goth and a little bit edgy and a little bit sexy and it's great piece for her neckline. I don't know. <laughs> I'm here for it. Did you just say that Lucy was a little bit goth? <laughs> <laughs> You never know. (laughs) I'll tell you what she is. She's a tastemaker. Because did you see those ribbons on the bouquet? (laughs) And is it looks like her bouquet? I mean, I know now that I've seen it in color, it's it's purple. Interestingly, but it look. I love the size of it. I like the little bitty tiny, like the lily of the valley. So cute. Who? Maybe it was Maxine. I think maybe Maxine did a really small bouquet recently that I was obsessed with. Yes, she did. It was white. It was gorgeous. Yes. I think it really was Lily of the Valley. I'm obsessed with it. Oh, so beautiful. Why haven't you sent me that picture yet? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm officially not patient anymore. I'm going to open – I'm going to open this. (laughs) I don't know know what you're doing. Where are you? Where are you? But yes. So I think her entire look was great. Ricky was wearing the same clothes he was wearing the night before. Yeah. He gets no hand claps. But see, he always looks nice. It's true because when was it? 1950. Exactly. That homie slept on a wood bench in a five-piece suit because his wife, who he tricked into thinking they weren't married, but they were married, left him out there. (laughs) Here Sorry. Sorry about it. <laughs> um, okay, so who who is your maid of honor? Um, my maid of honor is Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Tell me why. I because she just always lets Lucy just be herself. Sometimes she tries to stop her and gets mixed up in it herself, but most of the time she's like, Okay, well have fun. Good luck. <laughs> Enjoy. It's true. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we could be on a similar level as them. Like if you were working for a chocolate company and you needed help, <laughs> I would totally shove all the chocolates in my mouth to save you. So would I. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Oh. Oh, I it's, see. It's like a watercolor painting. Since I have you, like how unbelievable is this portrait of her? I'll have to I'll share it on the I'll share it on the socials. On the Instagram? Oh, my God. I know. I love that direct lie. <sighs> Here for it. Mm-hmm. Contrast she- is perfect. Yeah. She is stunning. I mean, unreal. Beautiful. My gosh. Okay, so my maid of honor is Ricky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because he's such a good sport all the time. He is. Like, I can think of maybe two or three episodes where I was like, okay, Ricky, we hear you. Yes. You're complaining. But then you're like, out of the entire show, if I can think of three, I mean, saint level. <laughs> Who is your maid of dishonor? Your dishonor? My maid of dishonor. Uh, probably Fred. 
Okay, why? Just because he helped with the he helped with the uh, <laughs> shenanigans, yeah. but also he always makes it seem like he doesn't love Ethel, which I know isn't true, and that's his way of showing love. So I kind of love it, but nobody. I don't have one, so I had to come up with something. Honestly, I think that it's fair <laughs> because he's always rolling his eyes about yes. Ethel, but we know he loves her. That's his rolling. That's an that's a love eye roll. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I totally think so. I love their relationship, actually. I really love Ethel and Fred's relationship. (laughs) (laughs) They're just so grumpy. It's fine. It's totally fine. It is totally fine. Okay. Um, What is- My maid of dishonor. Yes. Is the innkeeper. I knew it. For being- Just having such a superiority complex. (laughs) Like, get off your soapbox- Flip it upside down. Go use some of the soap because apparently all you do is work and you probably stink just like your attitude. Get a hat. Okay. Get a shower cap. Okay. <laughs> do something with yourself besides judging everybody and move on with your life. Okay. Also, is that your mom or your sister? I don't know. Or your and wife. in and of itself makes me like you even less. It's just, yeah. Hmm. But those tiny towns, it is funny to think about how one person does do so many things, even on Schitt's Creek. Like it's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. What is your hated it? My oh, we forgot our hated it. I know, that's why I'm asking. You ready? Oh. Hold on. I hadn't even thought about because I liked all of it. <laughs> uh okay. Hated it. Hated it. Um, oh, we didn't do our maid of dishonor at the same time. We I know. Failed. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. You uh, go. That headpiece with the flowers on it. It's so. <gasps> you hated it? So here's my problem with it. I don't hate the way the veil is attached and that there is a headpiece. I hate how big it is. Bulky. Like it's bulky. It's bigger than her bouquet. And she already has those big, voluminous, luscious curls. She did not need to compete with that. She needed to compliment it. So that's so the one I thing f- I don't like. I feel like this color rendering is like a painting is different than what it actually looked like on the episode because I really liked it on the episode. Uh, It still had some girth. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say that and then I decided not to, but congratulations. (laughs) Immediately Uh felt uncomfortable and laughed. (laughs) Oh my god! I just found one of her real wedding portraits, and I am dead. Dying, Are you gonna send it to me? Done. Hey. Yes, send it her. Um, I get it. The size of it, yes. However, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I still like it for the for the idea. I Hold yes, on. but that's my hated it. That's what I got. What's okay, your hated it? Well, mine is her pearl choker. <gasps> Are you serious? Totes serious. I have a weird I don't know what it is. I don't know if in a past life like I choked on some pearls and died or like and honestly it's pearls and polka dots. Like I think that maybe someone in a polka dot dress choked me with pearls and that's how I got here now. But I just can't do them. I don't know why. Wow. It's pretty intense. However, this other photo of her in pearls, I'm living for the pearls. Why was she so gorgeous? Oh, my God. I don't know. Guys, if you are not on the level of Lucy's hotness, I would encourage you, especially photographers, go check out the way they lit this woman. Yes. She 
it's a masterpiece. And slather I your mean, face in that stuff. But when you're going, how to do bed. we find it? How do I don't we even find know what it is. Stuff? I don't know. <clears throat> oh, so funny. So my husband has been doing some traveling lately, and he's been listening and catching up on episodes of the podcast. And today he texted me and he said, "Laugh out loud." She was the snack. <laughs> <laughs> And I sent a question mark and he said, Jim and Pam. And then a, he sent so many laughy faces. And then and then he said, a cry, a bunch of cry faces. And I said, what? And he said, you're my champion with kissy faces. And I'm like, I guess I need to go listen to the episode again. And I, you were telling me something about what Mikey said about Jim and Pam. Oh, <laughs> I feel like we need to have like a – not like my not like my favorite murder, not a corrections corner, but a just <laughs> oh, we forgot to talk about this corner. Um, <laughs> Michael was like, "Well, the reason why your listens are down on Jim and Pam is <laughs> obviously y'all forgot to talk about Andy tearing his scrotum." Oh. Okay, <laughs> we did. We completely glazed over. I'm sorry, but I don't think about scrotums like they just no, they're not on my mind. They're not on my list. Mm-mm. You know, it's just. And you know what? Andy's not on my list. No. Don't really like him. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I like Andy, but not when he's being weird about his scrotum. <laughs> Any guy that wants to be weird about their scrotum, I'm just out. But also, Andy, why are you always having dance battles? Like, always. He knows his strengths. I'll give him that. <laughs> he tries to make them work for him. It obviously wasn't a strength because home <laughs> tore his scrotum. We also, like... I think we talked about Kevin's Kleenex box shoes. We did. Absolutely. Okay, good. I remember that. That that to me. well, That's so much better than a scrotum. Right? I agree. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about not talking about the scrotum. That goes full circle. You ready? Homie slept in Pam's room the night before her wedding and (laughs) cried all night. Yeah. (laughs) Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> How come no one else could like didn't set step up to take care of that fool? I don't know. I would. Uh, that's that would have been a real bummer. You okay, know, right? We could have a se- we should have a series on. Tell us your engagement stories, but also tell us uh, <laughs> tell us the stories that happened on your wedding that you weren't expecting. Like I had to drive my maid of honor home. <laughs> On my wedding night, because she was drunk, <laughs> which never, yes, you did. ever, ever, ever happens. She never. I've seen her drunk twice in like fifteen years. So, but Actually, on your wedding night, it might even be like eighteen years or something. I don't know. But yeah, on my wedding night, she was highly intoxicated, and I had to drive her home. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's really, really funny. I mean, I was staying in the same place, and it wasn't far. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it's true. Our entire wedding was a surprise. We can talk about it later. Yes. But we did stop for Route 44s on the way to our hotel. Mm, I want one right now. To eat with your candy? <laughs> yeah, my candy's gone, girl. But <laughs> God. I would love a Route 44 cherry limeade. I got one every single day after school. I would walk home from school. My mom's was halfway – her work was halfway home. I would stop in in Grapevine across from Asparza's. She'd give me a dollar. I would go to Asparza's and get – a cherry limeade, or a, actually, I would get a Shirley Temple with extra cherries, which is basically the same thing as a cherry lime. Ugh, sounds so good. It was nice. Oh, I was man. spoiled. Okay, well, we need to figure out what to call the uh, time of the episode where we add things we forgot. Yeah, 
We could just call it the time of the episode where we add things we forgot. Ooh, very friends of you. <laughs> that time we forgot stuff. That's perfect. Uh, but other than that, guys, we are doing our best to be like all caps back. Um, And we missed you. Very much. And we're glad we're alive. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, always, as always, feel free to go give us a follow on Instagram at the Wedding Crashers Podcast. You can um, send in your own stories or requests for things you want us to watch at the Wedding Crashers Podcast.com. Um, you can even email us directly at the Wedding Crashers Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Yes, yeah, someone gave us a four star review, y'all. <laughs> Wow. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? You didn't leave any words. <laughs> it's okay. Did you know us in real life? It was probably somebody we know and love. <laughs> it might have been me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and why, why am I whispering? So I much? don't know. <laughs> but never forget, Jennifer. Never, never leave, leave a crasher behind. Ah, and don't make them drive through whiteouts. <laughs> I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs>